Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello! Hiya. Hi. You alright? Yeah, I am. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Are you asking me all that? You? I've told you this. You can't respond. <laughs> right. I'm always asking you. Hello, listener. I'm also, okay. you started the podcast with hello, and I've put in the podcast notes that you should have said, I, uh, I am a rebel. A rebel. A re- I was trying to say a rebel slash rebellious that just came out with her eyes. Jen, if there's one thing that you're not, mm. it's a rebel. Very good. We were actually discussing this morning the fact that you've never done lines in your life. No. You was never asked to do lines, was you? Mm-mm. You little nerd. I once got out of detention because... You got out of detention? Yeah, I got two detentions. Two? But I didn't go to either of them. That's twice as many as... And you never turned up? Not one. Uh, one was a uniform detention and my form teacher gave it to me. Mm-hmm. So we had used to have these little cards and if you got three signatures on your card because your uniform wasn't right, then you got a detention. Mm-hmm. My form teacher signed the third signature and ripped it up. And then ripped it up and went, that's not you. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. So that was great. And then the next one I got, I can't even remember why I got it. It was something something ridiculously menial. I think it might have been another uniform one, potentially. Um, and I'd hurt my hand. So I wrote to the head teacher and requested that I didn't go because I'd hurt my hand. And I genuinely had hurt my hand as well. Sorry. Can I not come to the detention because my hand is hurting? What did <laughs> you, you do in to... your detentions at school? Handstands? I should go to the right lines. Use your other hand. <laughs> Well, I didn't have to go to that one either. That is horrendous. (laughs) Honestly, I had so much anxiety over the fact that I had a detention and I was panicking about it so much and I didn't need to go again. I only ever got one detention. Did you? Yeah. Uh, And it was because, I think I've told you this story, I never completed uh, my coursework. What? For the whole thing? Yeah, I didn't complete my coursework, so my... Um, what, what did DT stand Design technology. Mm. My design technology um, teacher rang up my mum and was like, basically saying like he's fell well behind, like he's he's basically going to have to do a detention every day this week and a detention every day at dinner this week because there's absolutely no way that if he doesn't do that he'll ever catch up. So she was like, basically, I'm ringing you to make sure that you're aware that he's going to be spending his dinner times and about an hour after school with me every single day. Did you do it? No, because I was actually in year eight and it was uh, a miscommunication. Uh, it wasn't me, Phil Williams. It was Phil Williams in year 11. <laughs> <laughs> so the only dissension I got wasn't even me. <laughs> I got home, my mum was like, why have you not done your coursework? I was like, I don't do coursework. I'm only in year eight. She was like, well, that's not true. Your DT teacher told me that you should do coursework. And I was like, well, I don't. Like, I'm literally in year eight. Like, I, should, I, I don't have to do it. Well, you should be. Say Clearly, I should have got detention in English because I can't speak that. (laughs) Yeah, so I I got five dinner time detentions, five after school detentions to complete coursework, 
So you didn't need to do it? That I actually had never even started, never Just mind, needed to finish. All because your name's Flo Williams. All because there was, uh, that happened quite a lot as well. My mum actually got called into school about three or four times. Really? To come and pick me up because I was ill. Other... Wasn't even me. No. <laughs> she'd, she'd go into reception and be like, oh, not again. Because <laughs> you'd see the same child and be like, that's not the Phil Williams, that's my son. That's really bad, that, isn't it? It's, well, yeah, it is. I think it's GDPR, Data Protect. There's a lot of reasons why that well, should be Well, it is now. Yeah, do what you want back then. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you've got some big news. What happened to you yesterday? Yesterday, I got Don't a... say something stupid. I was going to say I got a vaccination. Okay, good. <laughs> You clearly don't hold me in high regard, do you, Jen? No, not at all. I got a vaccination for... The uh, COVID. I don't know if we're allowed to say that on a podcast. I might get banned now. Oh, no. Apple might ban our podcast for saying that. Well, I said it now. Well, it's too late then, and it will carry on. Anybody else notice that old people say the COVID? The COVIDs? The COVID. Since this... Or this COVID. This since COVID. this COVID's been around, or since the COVID... Well, the COVID. Anybody else notice that? Please tell me, because we've noticed it. Do you know I just realised why it might be? Because they call flu the flu. So they've probably just like, because the flu was like a, it's more within their world than ours. So no, it just really makes me laugh. The COVID. Well, the since COVID. this COVID, since, since this, this COVID. COVID's been about, <laughs> I can't wait till this COVID's gone. These regulations and rules once this COVID's gone, I know. we've got rid of this COVID. I heard one the other day that was like, um, well, it's uh, it's the COVID, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's, COVID. It's the COVID, isn't yeah. it? Don't know why it gets me so much. The it COVID. really does. It's brilliant, I love it. The well, COVID. Well, if, if we were going to get banned for COVID, we've really been banned for Oh, we've now. absolutely rubbed it in, haven't we? Like, there might be a whole muted section of this podcast. Yeah, if you're just joining us. Uh, did you do that? We were saying, I, I think they just take it down. Did they? I mean, let's be honest, they're going to take it down if we're saying something bad. We've just been saying old people say this COVID. I don't think that's against the rules. If there's somebody... As if you're spreading misinformation. Hello to anyone if you're vetting this. I don't know if it's that simple. I think it's a robotic <laughs> game. There's a billion podcasts go out every day. And there's one guy just sat in a room going, oh, not another podcast. Tell us to this again. These two chatting every week. Same thing. They waffle on for the first 10. Just get to the point. Anyway, right. Let's do that. Let's get to the point. Do you like that? It was a nice little bridge. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so today we're talking about how to get back on track. We that are. infamous, oh, I fell off track. Mm. Maybe you've been on holiday. Maybe you've had a big weekend. Maybe... Maybe you're still struggling from bank holiday weekend. Yeah. That was a week away. All, all of the reasons. Maybe you're listening to this in the future. And it's also just been a bank holiday weekend. Imagine That's a very that. good point. I said to Jen this morning, I was like, oh, we probably should have recorded this one last week so it went out last Monday. But you could be listening to this in like three months' time after the next bank holiday weekend and it could be the perfect time. Or maybe you're like, well, actually, I don't need to get back on track right now, but I'll save this one. And I I'll think save all the information. the bank holiday for this August. This August? Yeah. We're in June. No, but I was looking the other day and I think the bank holiday is at the beginning of August instead of at the end. Do you know we've got four days off this time next year for the Queen's Jubilee? I did see that on the Simple Politics thing. No, the radio on the way to golf. Oh. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Probably not the golf, but the, the news that we've got four days off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and it'll be sunny. I mean, we plan our days, so. What do you mean? Like, we're in charge of our time in and off. In and off? On and in and off. On and in and off. On and in and off. That sounds like a... I like it. A foreign tennis player? On and in and off. On and in and off. Farty love. <laughs> <laughs> He's good as well by the sounds of it, he's winning. 
game set match on, on an in love. love. <laughs> his name's like Georgie. Georgie on an in love. <laughs> right, right, anyway, we've fallen off track as per. Oh, yeah, we have, haven't we? How do we get back on track? <laughs> you tell me. So, the first one, the first tip for falling off track is going to sound very sarcastic uh, and a little bit patronising, but you'll see what I mean when I say it. And it's quite simply, don't fall off track. And you might be like, well, duh. Like, if I didn't fall off track, I'd never have to get back on track. But we don't mean, like, don't go out at the weekend. And we certainly don't mean don't have social events or don't drink or don't eat food higher in calories. It's none of that. What we actually mean is, when it comes to things like social events, eating out, drinking out, bank holiday weekends, holidays, make all of these things part of the plan. Oh, Jen, you've just got a text. No, that's your watch. Is it my watch? My watch has just got a text. Um... (laughs) Oh, brilliant. It's actually my golf instructor. <laughs> That's fantastic news. Stop reading your text on the podcast. He's taking me on a golf course to teach me how to play golf on oh, a full lovely. course. That's exciting, isn't it? Right. And then tell us about what we actually need to know. So, sorry about that. Sorry for the uh, interruption. So, we're not saying about, like, don't ever do anything fun that you enjoy. What we're saying is make those things a part of the plan. So, make those things what you're about to do next anyway. So, if you're, let's say, for example, going away for a week... Instead of thinking, right, that's it, full week away, fully off track, doing whatever I want, eating whatever I want, drinking whatever I want, and creating this illusion that it's going to be a completely different life to you, and it's almost like something else and you become a different human with a different identity who does different things. If you don't do that, you then never have to get back on. If you just simply go, I'm going on holiday and I'm going to enjoy myself. Mm. It's as simple as that. You don't need to then completely flip everything on its head. And what happens is... And this is where it goes a bit more psychological. You then come back in a better headspace because you don't feel the need to absolutely restrict everything. You don't get back off holiday or to the end of a bank holiday and go, right, now I'm back on it. I need to eat zero calories, train three times a day, do 25,000 steps and basically only eat dust for the next month. Mm-hmm. You don't feel the, re- the need or the requirement to do that because you're in such a positive headspace that, yeah, I've been away. I've enjoyed myself. I've eaten more food. I've probably moved less because I'm a normal human being and that's what holidays are pretty much like for 99% of us, aren't they? So when I get back, everything's all right. I love these British holidays people are going on. I feel like people are like getting it and moving loads. Lots of hiking, isn't there? Down yeah, in the Cotswolds. Cotswolds. Down in the Cotswolds. Cotswolds. Mm, sounds very posh. Uh, I was very jealous of people in Cornwall yesterday. It mm. literally looked like abroad. <laughs> Sorry, you were jealous of every person in Cornwall. Yeah. Every single all one. All of them. They could have been going through a treacherous time. Jealous of you. You're in Cornwall having a treacherous time. Yeah. Well, I was jealous of the ones that were having a good time in okay. Cornwall. I'm jealous of people having a good time everywhere in the world. Very good point. I'm happy for them, actually. I'm not jealous. No. Don't. Jealousy is an, an, an uh, unattractive quality, is what I was trying Why to say. Why did you just say a lot of N's and G's? Because I couldn't think of the word unattractive, so I was stalling. No, no, no. Go, go. Do you know what we should probably do before we do podcasts? Just learn to speak. Like a podcast warm up. Yeah, That'd be the same thing like if anyone's today. watched uh, Hotel Transylvania. I, I want... <laughs> Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit in it where it goes blah, blah, blah. And I remember uh, uh, one of my classes won an attendance award and we went watching that film and literally for the rest of the day my whole class was going blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was very that irritating. Was a bad choice. You never take a class to watch something like well, that. Well, I didn't know it was going to say blah, blah, blah in the you film. You sound like Chandler Bing. <laughs> yeah. It does that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Anyway... Um, so, I think the thing is, though, it's, it is what you said, it's that mental yep. side of things, isn't it? 100%. It's like knowing that actually, like, 
there's almost if you have the on track off track when you're off track there's an instant guilt attached to it mm-hmm. it's that actual guilt and that feeling of when you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. because it's not part of the plan whereas if you can create it and say it's part of the plan because the plan essentially is just life like the plan is how do you navigate life in order to move more eat a little bit less and i know we always say it's not as simple as that but how can you learn skills to navigate all of these different situations within your life so that you never have to be on track and off track Mm -hmm. it's just a case of sometimes we eat a bit more and drink a bit more sometimes we eat a bit less and drink a bit less and how we move through these different parts of our life as all part of the plan and I know Phil, what Phil said, I'm reiterating that like it sounds really simplistic, but it is massive in terms of your mental attitude to the way you approach um, life, basically. I think with things like this, as Jen just mentioned about it being quite difficult, sometimes it's because we all want it to work first time. So when we go on holiday, we want to tell ourselves, right, Phil and Jen said, this isn't off track, so therefore I'm going to tell myself I'm not off track. This is on track, it's part of the plan. If for the last 10 years you've been telling yourself going on holiday and bank holiday weekends and social events is off track, doing it once isn't a big enough or a weighty enough argument. You're going to have to keep doing it and reinforcing and honestly having an internal argument with yourself and say, nope, this is part of the plan. This is on track. And for the first few holidays, the first few bank holidays, the first few weekends away, the first few social events, you're probably going to lose that argument. You're probably going to tell yourself, no, this is on track and that you're experience and your relationship with these events is going to win the argument and it's going to say no it's off track this is bad you should you know you should feel guilty for all this your goal is just to not not listen to it but to just argue back yeah just have that constant internal argument and it's so tough because none of us enjoy losing arguments do we? Mm. so it's tough but you've got to keep doing it keep doing it and the best example i've got is if you've told yourself 100 times that it's off track it's going to take you telling yourself 101 to win the argument so you don't stop at 99 don't stop at 100 keep going until one day you go actually do you know what this is part of the plan and i did enjoy myself and i don't need to feel guilty and it'll be an incredible feeling because you'll then be in a position where you've enjoyed what you've done and you don't feel like you need to do anything drastic. Yeah, and just prime example of this is one of our clients, Laura. So she went away. Um, she said that it was the first time in 10 years that she hadn't felt guilt and anxiety around food because she wasn't... She, she didn't have this idea in her head that she was doing something wrong when she went away, that she was somehow breaking the rules or mm-hmm. like it, it was giving herself permission to just go away and enjoy food and actually giving herself that permission. What happened was she didn't eat as much as she normally ate. She actually kind of found herself stopping when she was full. She said she went to a seaside town and didn't have ice cream, not because she was trying to stop herself, but because she didn't fancy it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that um, idea that just by giving yourself permission for these events and these holidays and these situations to just be part of what you do, you're removing that sense of guilt from doing something that you shouldn't be. Absolutely. And just to reinforce what Jen just said about the ice cream situation, there's no right or wrong way to do that in theory. Like Having ice cream at a seaside resort and not having ice cream is both the right response provided it's the response you wanted, mm-hmm. not the response you felt like you had to do. So Laura didn't feel like she had to cut it out, did she? No, no. It was just a case of like, don't fancy it. Yeah. And because she didn't fancy it, 
sometimes that can trigger thoughts of, oh, it's because I, I shouldn't have it. But she was like, well, actually, I just didn't fancy it. Simple mm. as that, so I didn't have it. And I love that. I think that's an incredibly powerful moment in her journey. And I think there's a lot of clients, I think, when they say things like that to me, they're like, I didn't have cake because I didn't want it. Mm. And it's like, well, that's fine. Like, worry, that's amazing, yeah. 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 Um, but I think regardless of where you're at, so even when... It might be that you're still in this mindset and you're still working on this idea of being on track and off track, but it also might be that it's still part of the plan, but you still might find it tricky to get back into the swing of normal habits and routines. Like, both are okay. Like, I think the thing is knowing that even if you feel like it's part of the plan, it might be tricky to get back into routines. And even if you're going off track and on track, it is probably going to be tricky to get back on track and in this, your head yeah this next bit's really important that jen's going to speak about actually because i've just said about you know just don't fall off track and it's sort of like rolled off my tongue like it's going to be something really easy and simple and straightforward and then i mentioned that it's going to take quite a lot of arguments but what jen's going to run through now is actually going to help you with those 101 arguments that you've got to have with yourself because mm-hmm. this is going to allow you to i think stop the almost hangover for want of a better phrase mm-hmm. from like bank holidays where it takes you maybe a couple of months to get yeah. back on track yeah i think i think the big thing is when you almost feel like you've fallen off track is this like this overwhelm of how much you've got to do to get yourself back to where you were and i think that's where people often get bogged down it's like well i've gone from doing all of this stuff to doing none of it and now i don't know how, how to get back to doing all of it mm-hmm. so we need to get more professional and start muting all our things. That was yours, that one. That was me for that time. Man, um, for it. And my watch is buzzed. Oh, this and then is I read awful. a text. So unprofessional. So unprofessional. Honestly, it so is such apologies. a good job that nobody comes to this podcast for professionalism or else we get zero views. <laughs> Thing is, we could probably Please. edit it all out, but I feel like it's very us. Oh, nobody Not wants very us us to edit it out. People love hearing the True Coach Messenger. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? If you know when we record this, don't just send tons of messages into True Coast to test us <laughs> or emails or texts. I'm not telling you when we do this. One cause... thing I've noticed, though, is you get a, a lot of emails. No. A lot. Do you know what's the worst thing about it? I don't read any of my emails. <laughs> no, they're all a waste. They're all things I've subscribed to like 30 years ago <laughs> when I was six months old. But they're just things that are like, like obviously, if it's a client, it's different. But like if it's like, it'll be some weird thing like voucher or... Group on. I got like 12 a day from them. Mm. I don't need all these emails like giving me all your cheap Wish stuff. Wish is the worst one. Yeah. Once well, bought one thing from Wish and then now I get 10 emails a day from Wish. Clever, aren't they? No. Right, anyway, overwhelm. Overwhelm. My name's Phil. Anyway, overwhelm. Right, so you've got all these things that you feel like you want to do. And I think it's about not thinking about, oh, all these things. I've got, I've got to start doing all these things again. And I've got to eat. 1,200 calories a day, every day for the next six months, I'm gonna smash my 10,000 steps every single day and I'm gonna exercise 50 times a week. Like, don't go to the extreme. So think about the thing that feels most achievable and pick that, work on that, get that one ticking over. Maybe kind of just get into the swing of tracking food again and, and just think about the instant moment. So. I'm going to track everything in my next meal and build from there and then think I'm just going to go on a small walk for today Mm -hmm. and build from there. I'm just going to get back into the gym today, just have a bit of a wander around, maybe sit on the bike for five minutes, 
just kind of take those small steps. And um, I had this conversation with a client this week, actually, and I said, just do one of everything. One day tracking, one day training, one day walking. I said, just focus on getting one of each done. And what you probably find is if you get one of each done, what happens is you just go, oh, okay. Absolutely. And it's because people people will always say, yeah, but if I only do one day of it, that won't be enough. I need to do six months of it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You do need to do six months of it. In fact, you need to do it for the rest of your life. But if you don't you do don't one day of it. You don't need to track every colour for the rest of your life. No, but I mean right. in general, like lifestyle life stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the stuff you need to do, whether, whatever that approach is, needs to be done forever. Like you don't want to just randomly stop walking for the next 30 years. Like you need to still move. But it's this thought process of, well, I have to do it for the next six months. I can't just do it for one day. But if you don't do one day, then you definitely can't do the next six months, which is why it's so important that we remove that overwhelm and think, what what can I do? And ask yourself the question, verbalise it, say, what can I do today? And if the answer is, well, you know, a calorie target's too overwhelming, just track them. If a, an hour's gym session's too much, go for 10 minutes. If yeah. 10,000 steps is a lot, don't even have a number, just go for it. Well, it's going to sound ironic saying don't have a number and then go for a 10-minute walk. But you know what I mean? Don't have a step target, just like I'm going to go for 10 minutes. I think move. as well, flipping your mindset as well, like if you've had maybe like a heavy weekend or a heavy holiday or whatever it is of food and drink, it's like, oh, I get I get to really think about fueling my body with nutritious foods this week or mm-hmm. maybe work's going to be really Love stressful that. because you're catching up or I get to go out and have a walk to break up my stress of my busy working week because I'm catching up on what I've missed. I get to go and blow off some steam at the gym this week to kind of get me through the week. See that see the kind of positives of that and, and such a powerful statement. That yeah, is like, I, get I get to, to do that. I have to. Yeah, yeah. Love and I that. think it then like flips this idea that like it's all these things you've got to do, and it's actually like, oh, I, I get the opportunity to do that this week now because I've not got all these social events and I'm not on holiday anymore. So I, I get I get to really think about looking after me again, mm-hmm. um, and and feeling really good because often we feel quite sluggish after big weekends and big weeks not where we've sure. eaten and drank more, um, and it's like flipping that idea of being like, oh, I get I get to really focus on me again now, and and I've I've had a lovely rest, and and now I get to make some changes again and just looking at that different way of seeing it basically absolutely and if you're somebody who has struggled with this on it and off it mindset or on track and off track the two big things we want to be you to basically take uh, what we spoke about before this idea of you're probably going to have to have this argument for quite a while and you're going to have to eventually win the argument but you might lose it a hundred times first and that's absolutely okay but the second thing is, and this is something that I'm, well, I know we both are genuinely really passionate about. People, and I don't mean the listeners to this, we mean coaches and other groups and clubs, need to stop taking things from the bodybuilding industry and giving it to people like us. It frustrates the life out of me because the on it, the on track and off track theory, it's a bodybuilding theory and it works incredibly well in the bodybuilding industry because they're on it for six months. They have six months of periodized training where they build up their training plans and reduce them down and have deloads and they build up their calorie intake and then reduce them down and have deloads. And then they have one day where they're off track. So they do six months of eating basically rice and cardboard and it's boring and it's horrendous, but it works for them because there's no other focus in life it's just that, that's all that matters. Then they have one day off track and that works. But for people like you and me, me, Jen, and all the listeners, 
for us, we can't do it that way. We'd end up doing it the other way around. We'd have one day on track of eating rice and cardboard and then six months off track because it's boring. It doesn't yeah, work. I think... Oh, sorry, were you going to say something? No, go on. I was just going to say, I think it, the I hear the like on plan, off plan as well as on track, yeah. off track. I think make a list of foods that you deem as on plan or on on track and and a list of foods that you deem as off track or off plan mm-hmm. and look at why is it because somebody told you that you couldn't eat certain foods at certain times for certain periods and just start to put some of those back into your daily diet and start to kind of drop them in and and start to move away from this idea that you can't eat certain foods like Yes, I was having this conversation with someone the other day and like the idea that there are certain foods we need to eat in moderation, but there's certain typically healthy foods that we need to eat in moderation and certain typically unhealthy foods that we need to eat in moderation. Mm-hmm. For example, avocados, amazing, full of really good nutrients, absolutely great for our bodies in small quantities because they're really high in fat and they are really high in calories as a result of that. So we don't need a lot of them or a lot of it. Mm-hmm same goes for like chocolate like it's higher in calories so we don't need a lot of it but it it's worth finding ways to take some of those off plan or off track foods and try and add them in moderation throughout your diet so that it doesn't feel like you ever have to be off plan or on plan and you're actually satisfied by the diet so you don't have this desire to be one or the other then. You'll enjoy life so much more. You exactly. will. Because you won't feel like you're constantly beating yourself up. You won't feel like you're cheating yourself. You won't feel like you're doing something wrong. Because we don't like feeling like we're doing things wrong, do we? Let's be honest. We like feeling like we're doing the right thing. And ultimately, we want to move away from this, as Jen said, this off track, off plan, on track, on plan, all these different rules and regulations. We want to be in a position, ultimately, where we enjoy food where we enjoy eating food irrelevant of what it is that's put in front of us yes so Jen Kay have you got a point to make are uh, you finding a note or are you putting me on the spot no I've got an on the spot question for have you yeah. it's just because I saw you open your notes I didn't know you had them saved in there or whether you had something you wanted to mention no I've got one on and off track fantastic oh. weirdly it's just told me I need to congratulate Kira for logging in for two months congratulations daily. Kira for logging in two months daily the reason I said that is because the question is also from Kira. That is weird. Isn't what it? Flipping um, So. Love a Kira question. Kira says. Sort of. What's the first three things you'd do if you won five hundred million pounds? Incredible. Five hundred million. Five hundred million pounds. What are the first three things that you'd do? Give Jen two hundred and fifty million. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Because I know that's the right answer. <laughs> no. The next thing I would do is go onto my laptop and type in www.skyscanner.com. <laughs> and then the third thing I'd do is I'd book a flight to anywhere, like literally anywhere. I just want to go on holiday. <laughs> in fact, you know what? If I, won, I will pay for all of the COVID tests. <laughs> yeah. If I won five grand, I'd go on holiday. Never mind, 500 million. Literally, that is my biggest desire right now. I want to go on holiday. I so really you do. just pay five hundred million pounds just to go on a holiday? No, I'd have money left over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to buy a few drinks whilst I'm there and some have a bit of dinner and that. Can and we go on a worldwide trip? Jen, I think we can go around the universe if we've got ha- half a billion. Go to Mars? Maybe not. With Mister What's His Face? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. It's Mr. a few Musk. years away, but I think with half a billion, is that what five hundred million is? Half a billion. 
Yeah, I think so. Is it? Well, if it is, then I reckon we could probably afford a ticket to Mars. <laughs> uh, but honestly, that genuinely... Sorry if that's a rubbish answer, but you're probably all thinking the same as me anyway. I would genuinely go on holiday. Anything five grand or above and I'm gone. I, will, oh, just, I just want... You know what I really want? I want to wake up... Go? One sec. Okay. I want to wake up, because this might help me work out where I want to go. Okay. I want to wake up and I want to have... Not like a huge hangover, but I feel a bit groggy and I'm a bit tired. I tiny a little bit of an headache. I turn over and there's a bottle of water there that's put there from the night before because I knew that future me would enjoy it. Drink that bottle of water. And then I open the curtains and I walk out on the balcony. It's about 25 degrees and it's about seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I look down and there's a pool just down there and I'm like, that's where I'm going. Smash all my um, sun cream on. And then I run downstairs, I walk downstairs, get to the sun lounger, order a drink, and just lie there and just that's it it's that's basically anywhere that's what I want to do anywhere maybe yeah like <laughs> honestly at the moment like as much as me and Jen love doing like city trips and like travelling and yeah. getting somewhere and like jumping on a train and just getting to another destination and seeing like a historical thing or going and seeing some kind of like something with history and something with like a an experience that will take forever I also right now just want to be on a sun lounger <laughs> with a beer and a cone of salt and vinegar McCoy's. Oh, stop. That's what I want. And that's not going to cost me half a billion, mm-hmm. which is why I've given Jen half of it. And everyone in LLMB can have a million as well. There we go. And then we can all just sit around the pool. One reason to join Little Learn and Burn in case Phil comes into five million pounds. 500 million. 500 million pounds. Mm. If I come into half a billion, everyone in LLMB is getting a million. <laughs> I would join up right now just for that reason. I know we didn't follow through with the moon trip, but I promise you this one's real. This one's true. This one is going to happen. It. What do you do, Jen? Whilst I'm uh, finding out. What would I do? It's yeah. not my on the spot question. No, I'm just no. I mean, if I took you on holiday, would you be happy with it? Uh, what if you took me on holiday? Mm. Of course I would. Fantastic news. That's good to know. Yeah. I think about doing it then. It's on my top priority list anyway, as well. Yeah. For me to take you on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone to take me on holiday. <laughs> Sorry. I don't care. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't <laughs> anybody. Um. So. Yes. We recently introduced a new section oh, to the podcast, which you're Why are you encouraging him? And I was Yesterday, like... Yesterday, when we were in the car, <laughs> Phil started squealing. That is the only thing I can describe it as. And I was like, I what is going on? Why are you so excited? I thought something incredible had happened. Yeah, he just had a few jokes sent through from the podcast. I bloody love you all. No. Only because... Stop encouraging him. I know that you sending jokes through means you're supporting this part of the podcast. And no. I couldn't thank you enough. One person sent me two jokes. Right. And that's one of them that I'm going to read right now. Right. Chelsea, thank you very much for your two jokes. I'm going to read one of them and save the other one for in a few weeks' time. No, we're not making it a thing. It's not a thing. Well, I've got a few jokes backed up here, Jen, so it's going to be at least the next few weeks. I'm going to burn them all. I'm not learning any of them. That's not very nice. You might like this one. Right. This is the slightly longer one. Not too long. I'm glad you wrote down learn it or burn it, otherwise I'd have forgotten what this section was called. I've not had a jingle sent through though, so. Just in case you're wondering, Jen isn't very supportive of this part of the podcast. <laughs> just in case you hadn't quite got that tone. I just think like, if you came for value, you can switch off now. And That's just, not true. Like, turn this the is more value. Down. This is more value than the rest of the podcast. <gasps> These podcasts are just getting longer and longer. It's fantastic, isn't it? Well, I don't know if the listeners would agree. They get to finish with a joke. Right. Whatever. Without further ado, let's do it. So. <laughs> 
At a hotel. With, I'm sorry. Whoa. Without further ado, let's do it. What's wrong with that? That could be the first line of the joke and you just ruined it. Right, go on. It's not though. At a hotel restaurant, a man sees an attractive woman sitting alone on the next table. Suddenly, she sneezes and a glass eye comes flying out of her eye. It hurls by the man and he snatches it from the air and hands it back to her. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing, the woman says. And she pops her eye back into place. I am so, so sorry to disturb you. Let me buy you dinner to make it up to you. And may I join you? The woman is a stimulating conversationalist, stunningly pretty, and the man finds that they have a lot in common. He gets her phone number and he says, you're the most charming woman I have ever encountered. Are you this nice to every guy that you meet? No, she replies. You just happened to catch my eye. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not allowed to burn that one because you're laughing far too much. (laughs) So, Jen, learn it or burn it. Well, I can't learn it because it's dead long. I'll forget it all. You certainly can't burn it, though. <laughs> oh, I am so glad we started with that. Yeah, that was good. Because now we have to keep doing it. No. Send your jokes through. That is, to be fair, if we're going to get jokes like that, I'll accept it. Second one was brilliant as well. Was it? I just, I just don't want any of these dad jokes because I'm sick of them from you. That's all I've got. Mm, tons of them. Anyway. That was a good one though, I like that. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Fantastic stuff, right? Hope you have an absolutely sensational whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. I like you, listener. Mm. You're fantastic. You're great. Just keep being bloody brilliant. Yeah, you do you. Mm. Have a lovely day. See you later. Bye. Before you go, make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on. Each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.